What's up everybody and welcome back to the Crimson Gaming Corner, your one-stop shop for everything gaming happening here at the University of Utah. I am your host, Jackson Day, and today I'm joined by Pablo from Crimson Gaming. How are you doing today? Um, I'm alive. It's a pleasure to be here. It's a very great week so far. Um, so yeah, just to get a little bit, or like to get to know you a little bit, um, just go ahead and kind of walk us through, I guess, your gaming history. Um, so I grew up surrounded by computers. My dad was, um, he worked for NVIDIA. Um, so I remember things like, um, Windows 95, I grew up on 2000, that sort of thing. So I, I knew computers from the start. So first console I actually didn't get for a while. So that'd be Nintendo Wii, but, um, yeah, been around for a while. Cool. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, you said you owned a Wii. Uh, what are you owning currently? Um, most of the time it's just my PC, um, obvious sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I have my Switch for Pokemon, uh, big Fire Emblem fan. Mm-hmm. Um, don't have my PS4 much anymore, but honestly, my most played game besides what we're going to talk about <laughs> soon, um, Rock Band 4. Love that game. Interesting. Yeah, no. Huh. Previous big Rock Band guy. Was a big Rock fan. Yeah, cool. Huh, how does that, like, I don't know. That's just cool to me. I've never played a Rock Band game or anything like that. I've seen the peripherals that I've messed with them, but I've never actually played. It's one of those like gaps in my gaming history. Yeah, no, fair enough. Cool. Um, so yeah, we'll get into. I'm assuming the game we're going to talk about later is your favorite game. Um, I'm gonna be honest. It's a good game, but it's not my favorite game. Interesting. What is your favorite? Is it Rock Band? Uh, it's gonna be Near Automata. Great. Game. I adore Near. Yeah, I still need to replay a couple of those endings and stuff. So I completely understand. Beautiful game. Yeah. Um, and then what have you kind of been, have you been playing any games recently that you want to shout out or anything? Um, Limbus Company by Project Moon on Steam. It's a free game. Um, it's quite a divergence from what this small Korean indie developer has made in the past. Project Moon are probably most known for their, I guess people would call it the hardest management game (laughs) in history, uh, Lobotomy Corporation, which is Mm. basically an SCP monster management game um it's a whole ordeal interesting Um, (laughs) from project moon you said yeah project moon little korean developer and then library of uh runa also a very good game cool all right i'll have to check those out i haven't heard of those i love it when people tell me games that i haven't heard of because i'm too obsessed with this so whenever someone's like here's a game you haven't heard of it's like instantly added to my list i just watched like a two hour (laughs) vidoc um re like just diving deep into the religious subtext of all of the games really? um yeah no oh, a lot of the a lot of it's talking about the tree of life the kabbalah tree so interesting yeah all right you've sold me like it's if a, i can also watch a two-hour vidoc about it then i'm down yeah cool all right well before we get on to the rest of the show um, a little bit of housekeeping once again this is the crimson gaming corner where we chat with random guests like you to recap some of the gaming news and events you might have missed as well as talk about some of our favorite games. Uh, you can find this podcast on all your favorite podcasting sites. Make sure to like and share uh, you know, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, I guess, if people use that. Um, yeah, give us a rating so we know how to improve. Follow our Instagram and Twitter at the underscore GeekWave and our TikTok at the GeekWave. We're putting out a lot of cool stuff for that. Um, and then we also just put out our final Last of Us Reactions uh, episode um, where we've kind of just been taking a look at the series. Uh, me and Ronnie are huge fans of The Last of Us. So we wanted to take a look at that. And uh, we posted a written review of Destiny 2 Lightfall, which is what we will be talking about pretty heavily today, um, on our site. So make sure to read through that. 
And big announcement also, we have the Union Bash, uh, which is where all of UCAST is going to take over the Union, and we'll have food trucks, we'll have live music, we'll have a whole Smash Bros. and Mario Kart tournament. Um, It will be March 24th, uh, that's going to be at 7pm, so make sure to head over there, you get to meet us in person and chat with us. Um, It's going to be a huge blast, so make sure you guys head over for that. Uh, is there anything else, Crimson Gaming, that you kind of want to shout out? I'm curious. Usually I'm better about this, but lately I've kind of been slacking. Um, Make sure to, um, I mean, if you're on Discord, you're probably listening. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're listening, you probably have Discord. Um, if you are not on the Crim- uh, Crimson Gaming Discord, we are the largest Discord in the University of Utah Discord hub. Uh, make sure to... Um, get access to both our server via the Discord hub, or you can look us up on Campus Connect, uh, that sort of thing. Just use your uh, email and um, come join, play some games. Cool. You guys have a really cool Destiny. Like, I mean, I'm amazed at how many chats you guys have for like Destiny, CSGO, uh, pretty much everything that I could think of. Splatoon was one that I was on a lot. Splitgate even was one that I'm, I don't know why I'm remembering that, but yeah, it's really impressive. So make, please make sure to join that. Um, you guys also have like bi-monthly events, it seems like, every Friday. It's usually in the Building 72 area. Yeah, it will usually be in the Building 72 basement, EA basement. Um, look out for upcoming events. Um, and the end of the year gala is oh, yeah. coming up very soon. So keep an eye out if you want to come out. We'll be at Crimson View, hopefully. So cool. nice change of scenery. Yeah, I'll bet. All right, well, then let's get into our first section of today, which is just our news. Um, there's been a lot of talks. I mean, there's always talks about this sort of stuff, specifically with Switch 2 and PS5 Pro or Slim or whatever they're calling it now. Um, specifically, the newest kind of developments there is Doug Bowser's kind of statement, um, which, by the way, U of U alumni, for those that don't know, he shows up Building 72 sometimes, and it's always blows my mind um but one of the quotes that he said in a recent interview was quote uh what i can share is that one of the reasons that we're going into year seven uh, of the switch we feel very confident that the switch can have a strong performance over the next few years is that it is still truly that unique device um and i think this kind of disappointed a lot of people because the switch is old like i'm gonna be completely honest we're talking 2017 it is now yeah you're seven almost and it's really showing i you said you have a switch and you played pokemon which is probably the best example of this oh dear god those <laughs> new games were definitely an experience um I, i'm i'm gonna be honest with you i i have not finished them yet really? but even in my limited time with the games um they've been buggy i'm not sure if it's just a hardware issue or obviously the trend with AAA games right now, things coming out in half-baked states and being mm-hmm. patched into an actual game later. Um, I mean, we just got, what's it called, the Switch Pro, something like that? The one with the, the white OLED. Joy-Cons, OLED. Yeah. Which just, I have, And that was like two two years ago, wasn't it, was, it? I think two years ago, yeah. And it's probably one of the best-looking screens that like I've ever seen. But it's still held back by, like, I played Xenoblade Chronicles 3 on that, and it popped. It looked good, but it's still, like, textures are not the best, and resolution sits at, like, a quality 720-600-ish. Yeah. So it really shows. That's just the trend with Nintendo always being, like, one generation behind graphically. Or, I mean, 
power-wise, just mm-hmm. look at the Wii, GameCube. Those were basically the same thing. That yeah. Well, you agree with, down the line. Yeah, you bring up a good point. Like this is what they've always done. Yeah, like, and they've always been fine. Yeah, exactly. There's, I think, Switch is coming up on like one of the best-selling systems ever. I think, I think it's, it's still behind the PS2. I think it's in is it in third, fourth place. I can't remember. I'm letting uh, Fernando down. He showed us this. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. No, I can't remember his graphic. Oh, what Dang. a shame. So sad. Um, it's getting up there. And honestly, with Tears of the Kingdom specifically, they'll be fine. Like. Yeah. No, they'll yeah. be okay. It's smooth sailing for Nintendo so long mm-hmm. as it comes out in a finished state. Which pray to God. Um, hope it does. It better. Like, I can't imagine what would happen if it didn't, you know? Like, the one of the biggest games ever, <laughs> specifically yeah. in that way. Yeah, no. Cool. Um, so then the other side of that, and talking on Sony stuff, um, the PS5 Pro, which, on a completely different perspective, we do not need a PS5 Pro. Like, you said you have a PS4, so it's a little different. Are you thinking about upgrading? No, not really? even close. Um, one thing I actually noticed, um, just as the years have gone by, I mean, what's it been since PS5 release? Like 2015, almost, I want to say. Twenty, or that was PS4 release, probably. Um, I mean, PS5 has felt like an upgrade, but it oh, hasn't yeah. been as necessary as in times past where you'd see people go from original Xbox to Xbox 360. That was a giant jump. Mm-hmm. Um, and the support for the original Xbox quickly fell to the wayside simply because of the graphical intensity of a lot of those new AAA games that drive uh, mm-hmm. console sales. So, um, I mean, things are still coming out for the PS4. There are not mm-hmm. as many PS5 ex- um, new generation type exclusives. Yeah, I think so. we just got news that Last of Us Factions is probably coming to PS4 too. Which yeah. is so interesting to me. It's probably going to be like 24 <laughs> FPS or something, but probably. I mean, it's good for gamers that are tied in budget, but mm-hmm. um, who knows if it's holding back development on the AAA game that is side. One thing. Yeah, I'm always curious of whether or not that holds back. I think there was one statement that came out about how the Series S holds back development, and I think a bunch of developers were like, yeah, that's just kind of bullshit. We're going to be honest. All right, but fair enough. I don't know. You, you say you play a lot of, like, PC stuff. Is Sony putting their first-party games on PC something that you're interested in, or is that not really your scene? Um, some things have slowly come to PC, to my understanding, but a lot of Sony's, like, first-party stuff hasn't necessarily interested me personally. That's mm-hmm. all. Uh, very sorry, God of War enjoyers. Um, I heard it's really good. The same thing with Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, or the Horizon games in general. Uh, more power to you. It's just not really my thing. Gotcha. You haven't been caught up in all the Last of Us hype that I feel like I'm seeing all over the place? Okay, this is going to be sacrilege to you probably. <laughs> I, I just, don't want to expose you immediately. I'm sorry. No, I just... I It's it's one of those games where I'm saving it for a nice... Um, like, I, I can just play through for a week. Mm-hmm. Like it did... I, I mean, near or something like that. Oh, yeah. Where it's just straight binge. That's the only thing that I'm focused on for a week. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully this summer I'll have time, but mm-hmm. uh, probably going to be doing more Destiny and um, other random stuff. But yeah, we'll see. for sure. I'm happy to see it come to PC just because I love all that stuff. The show now getting more fans and then PC. I've heard multiple people say that they're waiting for the PC port to play through it. And so, yeah, I'm excited. Cool. Um, The other thing that I wanted to bring up in terms of PS5 Pro, mostly just because I'm curious how this is going to work. They are thinking about doing this because they have two versions of the PS5 right now. The disc version 
and the digital version. Yep. And I think the idea is they want to combine the two and have a removable disk drive. <laughs> right? Okay. No. no. Thank you. <laughs> no, you're not serious. What leak is this? I don't is know. This I've seen Jason this. Trier would never say this stuff. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. He does actual reporting. Thank you. I'm glad that you're also... Because I don't understand how that would make sense, or like, I guess they could make it work. I don't know. This I is think like it's some really dirty, This is ridiculous. like some Sega CD level stuff, or like, um, I forget. Wasn't there like an add on for the GameCube, the GameCube that was like that, that, that would too? sit on the bottom? Yeah. 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 Oh exactly. my God. No, there's no way. I think, I feel like we've evolved past this, haven't we? I would say so. It's like, um, it's just out of date or out of touch. It's it's like the Square CEO who's also walking out of the door being like, make sure to, I know Forsp- uh, Forspoken hasn't sold well and um, we're learning lessons from it, but it's okay. Make sure to check out and watch out for our NFT games in, <laughs> in, in, in 2024. Like, this is why, this is why you resigned. Exactly. I'm pretty sure you know. I'm pretty sure you know. We can probably put resigned in quotation marks at that yeah. point because you already know people are not fun i'm i was gonna mention that today of like oh, whether geez. or not we should get into that story man what an idiot i'm sorry <laughs> please um executives and decision makers listen to your engineers and game devs please god the amount of conversations I've had with people of like, no, 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 you, you don't understand. NFTs would work because then you can have a collectible that works across multiple games. I'm like, hi, how are you? I'm like going to school for game development. That's so much harder than you think, dude. That's not even really possible. Oh, yeah. Literally talk to any CS major or exactly. something. Exactly. I feel like a business major would actually. <laughs> We're not going to talk. No, you are so right, though. You heard no about my NFT startup? God <laughs> almighty, get a job. They don't, you know, I'm not going to say anything too more. All right. I'm a former business major. Okay. Yeah, I've met former business majors too. I think I was just talking to one today. It was not, not my scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, no offense. All, more power to you guys. But, um, God. Cool. All right. Well, we're going to wrap up on the news segment. Um, I guess look out for the PS5 disk drive removal thing <laughs> coming to your Walmart soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's get into our main topic. We've been teasing this a little bit. Destiny 2 Lifefall released, I want to say, two or three weeks ago now? Yeah, no, um, two weeks. Two weeks, yeah. Yeah, no, three weeks. I'm very sorry. Jeez. Yeah, no, last <laughs> week is when contest happens. So yeah. Three weeks. And it's had a reception, I will say. Like, what were your thoughts finishing up kind of Lightfall? Um, I'm going to be honest with you, right off the bat, story-wise, um, I understand that um, Sabathun uh, from Witch Queen was something we were building up for uh, since literally Destiny 1 announcement, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, this whole Neomuna arc um, thing about the... How do I explain this? Um, the Witness, it's it's a relatively new thing, something mm-hmm. that we really came to understand at the end of Witch Queen or something that was... I guess some kind of season of the rivals before Beyond Light, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, not only that, but um, I mean, story-wise, it's just been a lot of my friends have described it as this is the interlude before the next, we'll call it proper major expansion, mm-hmm. um, like Taken King or um, I guess Forsaken, that sort of thing. Yeah. People will always go back to Forsaken. Um, <laughs> 
And then I'd say Witch Queen was probably the the last, oh my God, this is the expansion you need to play. This mm-hmm. is kind of like the interlude. Oh, it's a Rise of Iron or it's a, it's a Shadowkeep level thing. Yeah, it really feels like it. Like It this feels the like the only story. point was to really get the witness to the Traveler or in the Traveler, I think is kind of what we started to figure out. That's the other thing of like, the fact that we still don't necessarily know and that we're discovering it later, whether through radio clips or I guess the raid had a little bit, I don't remember. I think that was a different story. But it just doesn't feel very, I don't even know what the word is. It doesn't feel very grand. Like the whole thing going into this was like, guys, we're setting up the finale. This is like, our, I think I've literally heard their Infinity War moment to lead into Endgame sort of deal. Yeah. And maybe that was just my own brain, but like I was so disappointed in terms of campaign story stuff. Well, that's the thing. You need to kind of, you need to combine the two expansions in the one um, because we are in that period between uh, the two major, I guess you'd call them Marvel movies, I suppose. So like right. Avengers and then um, Endgame. Endgame. Yeah, no, literally. Um, so. We're in that build-up phase. I mean, um, it wasn't a bad expansion. Let's be honest. I've been around since uh, D1 beta. Uh, yes, mm-hmm. I'm that addicted. Um, I've been through thick and thin. A lot of uh, very lackluster single-player story experiences, or I guess story experiences. Mm-hmm. I remember Dark Below um, being like six missions, a couple like weird little side quests that weren't yeah. their own missions itself and then anticlimactic little boss phase. <laughs> um, all, oh my God. Um, we've come a long way in terms of Destiny storytelling. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not to say that this expansion was at all um, bad. Um, it was serviceable, I'd say. Um, solid like seven, seven and a half. The thing is, you're following up Witch Queen, which is... Basically, universally regarded, at least within the people I talk to um, in more serious circles, I guess, hardcore, um, that Witch Queen was probably, if not the best um, expansion in Destiny history. Mm-hmm. Um, storytelling campaign was absolutely immaculate. Um, Post game was brilliant. Um, not to mention the seasonal model actually being pretty good. Yeah. I was amazed. So I hopped in with Beyond Light. Um, and then I didn't do much of the seasonal stuff there. But with Witch Queen, I was like fully in and I did all the seasonal stuff. And I was amazed by the seasonal content. And I, I know it hasn't always been like that, but that whole structure was like really cool in discovering the weekly story and stuff. I was completely hooked, I feel like. Yeah, Season of the Risen, um, Season of the Seraph, the one that's just passed. Mm. They were so good. Right. Um, I mean, there was just... There was a lot to do. There was always something to come back to. Um, mm-hmm. It's just, um, I feel like people now are just, um, oh, we hit the, we have to power grind again. There's new seasonal stuff. It's not, I guess, as engaging for most people as Seraph. Um, that makes so, sense, though, yeah. No, it's it's literally just how do you follow up probably the best piece of content that you as a developer, as a studio, have ever made. Yeah. Um, you you neither you need to be on par, which is already in and of itself exceptionally difficult. Um, but some people are going to expect you to surpass that, and I think that was just an unrealistic standard from yeah for sure just a games developer side. And it's hard because the marketing team did so good too of like building this up of like this is going to be not only on par but probably better than Witch Queen, and they really set themselves up for fail. It makes me wonder of like the developers kind of knew that this wasn't going to hit as hard. 
but they didn't communicate with, I mean, obviously the marketing team's gonna wanna get money anyway, so they don't really care about that. It's a business, yeah. It's a business. Um, but yeah, going into, like you said, the seasonal stuff so far, I think we've only gotten three weeks. You're yeah. not necessarily as engaged as you feel like with uh, Season of Seraph and Season of Risen? Um, yeah, no, but also I, I'm gonna be honest, I, I am a hardcore Destiny player, but among hardcore Destiny players, I am definitely not spending anywhere near the amount of time that yeah. others are. Um, <laughs> well, you're still a college student, so yeah, like, no. I, yeah, no. Um, but even among, like I've just been playing other games most mm-hmm. of the time, especially I didn't even. We'll probably talk about contest, but um, yeah, I barely, I barely was grinding for day one at mm-hmm. all. Um, which I guess in the the even last year, last raid, which would have been Vow of the Disciple, you honestly didn't really need to as well. But you have to grind. Not not oh. anywhere near as hard as like um Last Wish in Forsaken, where mm-hmm. teams That's were going place. in like the best teams in the world, the highest power level people were still like forty or thirty light under. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, you genuinely needed um in the Forsaken era um just grind for hmm. the first week nonstop. Um, and not many people can do that. So yeah. I think we'll talk about the game's difficulty and power creep. Um, yeah. But I would say, just to wrap things up, Lightfall was definitely a s- massive step above things like Ra- um, Rise of Iron. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely, I'd say it's better than things like Forsaken, Taken King, just for that storytelling, just for the... Um, just for the missions in and of itself. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, just because there's m- actual stuff to do after the fact. Um, yeah, which I've loved. Like, you know, ending off Lightfall, it's been kind of was left with a bad taste in my mouth. But then hopping back in because, you know, the gameplay is so addicting, I was like, oh, there's actually quite a lot for me to do here. And then they've been expanding upon it with, like, the, the Excalibur mission that they did. That was really fun. And I feel like they've done another thing that I'm not remembering right now. But... Being able to like hop in and still have stuff to do has been really fun. Yeah, no. Um, there are definitely issues here and there, but um, by God, people need to not compare it to things like uh, Shadowkeep or something like that. Yeah, it seems a little harsh. Yeah. For sure. Cool. Um, is there anything else you want to touch on story wise? I know we had like um, shoot, Rohan and Nimbus. Uh, any. Thoughts on them as new characters? I mean, they were interesting, but um, I think a couple of my friends have also kind of pointed on this. Um, just they kind of felt disconnected. Okay, um, yeah, I felt the same way. I mentioned this in the written review. Very disconnected. Uh, it seemed like there were like three different plots going on at the same time. Like, okay, so we have to uh, this whole veil nonsense with Callus, and then there's this. Um, there, I guess you would call it this story of, um, I guess kind of youth with Nimbus and Rohan, uh, one being, um, I guess in their eyes, an aged veteran. And then the other one being a new guy who's flashy, uh, mm-hmm. wants to get in the action, imbr- uh, ambitious. And, uh, <laughs> the reality of this is an actual war becomes very clear, I suppose. Um, yeah. and then there was this whole strand thing. Uh, I with, hated that. With oh. Osiris. Um, it just felt a little... It just... It wasn't It wasn't focused, it felt, mm-hmm. in certain aspects. Yeah. I really would have appreciated a more deeper look into Callus, especially 
that boss fight is only difficult um, on Legend Solo. Um, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> that is, uh, the Kalos boss fight is so underwhelming. Hmm, I actually really enjoyed it, but maybe that's just because the whole time you can grapple around like freaking Spider-Man. I wasn't using Strand. I'm gonna be oh, honest really? with you. I'm gonna be honest with you. Huh. Um, well, I'm a warlock, so oh, okay. Um, I don't even know. Um, I have triple 100 stat artifice armor. Oh shit! Okay. Um, I can get quad 100s. Um, I have worked on this build for a long time. You don't want to give it up. I had a friend who did the same thing. He has a really good build, and so every time we got to use Strand, he was like, "I don't really." I just want felt to do less it. lethal. Yeah, I felt like I I lose my I lose my double fusion nades, mm -hmm. which double explode and do insane amounts of damage. Um, I'm losing my nice melee, which gives me radiant. Um. Yeah. Bonus damage for these little threading things that feel like they're not doing enough damage. Hmm. Um, and my super is one of those burst supers that takes a while. To, um, it's it's not like um, Storm Trance or like Dawnblade, which takes forever and a half. Mm -hmm. But compare the Strand super to the fastest charging super in the game, Well of Radiance, which oh, literally yeah. is survivability, the super... They design all of the content around it, and well is still the best option 10 out of 10 times yeah, for exactly. anything. So um, not only that, but just out of the campaign, Strand just feels underpowered. I'm going to be completely yeah. honest with so, you. I've been able to figure out a pretty good build with it afterwards, and this is, I think, one of my biggest like complaints with it is the whole thing feels like a tutorial for Strand, which is not necessarily something we need, and then the fact that... I thought that they would get rid of this, to be honest, because with Beyond Light, you had to progress through the whole thing to then get stasis. Mm -hmm. And people complained about that for good reason. And so I thought, with this one, you unlock Strand about halfway through so that when you get to the later half, you can fine-tune a build and actually be able to feel like you're powerful. Mm -hmm. And then losing that, it was like the only thing that was really powerful, I guess, was grappling around like Spider-Man. Yeah, no, and that's fun, yeah. but it's just, it doesn't feel as good. Yeah. It doesn't feel as strong. I came in with the expectation like, okay, so we're going to we're gonna understand this power, we're going to get it in a burst, and then mm -hmm. over the campaign, we're going to slowly unlock fragments and aspects uh, to build up to a proper, like being able to properly use it, flesh out our kit against the fight against Kallus, or some sort of post-game yeah. at least, but... And the post game um, is instead just grinding out strand. Uh, what are they called? Strand meditations. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's that's tedious. We're going mm -hmm. back to that. Um, oh, go do a, like three patrols sort of thing for uh, oh, yeah, this right. intermission in Shadowkeep campaign. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Um, that section um, I genuinely find annoying about mm -hmm. strand. Um, <laughs> but. To yeah. each their own, I suppose. Mm -hmm. It just Have you been it doesn't little... feel like my thing. Okay, so you're not necessarily a fan of Strand even after unlocking it and maybe have you like tried to find a tune a build or are you pretty set with solar? Um how do I explain this? I don't I like to experiment and find things on my own. Okay. Um I don't really like copying builds from people that uh are online, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's. I mean, I'm still, you, I'm yeah. still looking around. Um, there's probably, there's definitely potential in PvP. Um, mm -hmm. I'm gonna be honest. Uh, there's I, so much movement potential. Um, hunters are gonna become even more annoying in trials. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, no. Um, okay. there's definitely potential. 
um, unlike Stasis, it's it's come out and it just feels it doesn't feel strong. Stasis mm-hmm. was overtuned. This feels undertuned in a lot of aspects. Interesting, except for Titan and the maybe that's the why hunter, I'm enjoying it. The I'm hunter tight. super that was broken for a while. I mm-hmm. hope they. I actually don't know if they fixed the I'm pretty damage sure they thing. Fixed it. I don't want to quote anything yet, but it's definitely broken. And They've been it on will it with be the hot fixes, honestly. You see duality? Yeah, I saw duality. Oh, my God. I was so tempted to hop in yesterday, but I didn't have time. That I was just insane. didn't care. Well, I have full artifice armor. Why do I care? Oh I spent a while grinding Keitel. I spent like yeah. 20, 24 hours. Oh, yeah. Wow. For sure. I don't know. It's been crazy to see all of this and then like having to pretty much like a patch a day feels like be able to refine stuff which is how live service games work obviously yeah, yeah. um but yeah i don't know pretty let down but i'm titan main so i've been enjoying strand i'm still going <laughs> back to solar um pretty frequently and void every once in a while um but yeah i mean just the grapple is add a grapple to any game and it's fun so. grapple fun it just breaks everything yeah and there's so many out of map glitches you can do now that are so much fun oh I even that's tried. what i will say <laughs> cool all right um so we've kind of gone over that sort of stuff the other you know big addition of course was neo muna the actual mm-hmm. location which i've heard also very divisive stuff i've seen one person really dislike it so i'm just curious what are your thoughts about it um, from a design perspective, I think it's absolutely stunning. Yeah. Um, the motif of, uh, I mean, people were saying it, it's Cyberpunk 2077 in Destiny 2 when the trailer launched, the, the neon glow and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, Even most of like the lore behind it, I was like, wow, this feels very Cyberpunk where you like plug into the Cloudpunk world or whatever they called that. Is that Cloudpunk? They have, they have NVIDIA Cloud Shield <laughs> that you upload your mind to. Um, yeah, no, that's where all the citizens sad. are. And that's why, oh my God, I need to talk about this because we're talking about the city. Yeah, let's go. My God, it just I I'm we have NPC. There have been like teammates or um, little um, NPCs that fight alongside us, even in the campaign, like Kaido with the blue text above their name. I know the city is under attack, and I know that you have this futuristic technology that allows your people to upload their consciousnesses into the cloud, like it's the goddamn um, I don't even know the civil system uh, taking all of the psychopaths' minds um, into the judgment, um, the crime judgment system, that sort of thing. Um, But by God, it's a city. Please tell me there are poor people that are hiding somewhere, like in a lost sector, (laughs) then you need to go save. Like, it's a city. It feels empty. It's, I mean, it... Maybe it's this egalitarian society that I just don't understand uh, because I'm just not – I haven't been a big lore guy for a while or mm-hmm. I'm not as big as a lore guy as I think I really should be or want to be. Yeah. Um, but come on. I, I was so say, excited to interact huh. with people I wasn't or thinking something. Of that. I was thinking – so in, this, in the review, I kind of talked a little bit about like – Compared to other, and you know, maybe it's just because I'm rather new to Destiny, only playing since Beyond Light. Um, I felt like the Lost Sectors and having like a variety of different people from Cloudpunk, uh, like talking to you, like, oh yeah, this arcade was a really big thing here. Like this location was really cool, and then having the radio come on, it felt more lively than other areas. Definitely not like an actual bustling city, though, for sure. Oh my God! Wait, I remember. Okay, so I didn't realize this when I was doing. Um, I I had to grind out light level in mm-hmm. patrol. Um, <laughs> there's the little radio segments from yeah. the what's his name? Um, oh, I don't remember. Oh my God, I don't remember either. 
But no, those are fun. But then he doesn't. He's just talking about life per you, like he's acting like life is going <laughs> on as point. normal instead of oh my god, there's this big fuck off spaceship sending monsters into this city to shoot people. I love how calm he is of like, yeah, you know, this beach is getting completely destroyed right now and the city's under attack. Uh, make sure to check with local news. <laughs> like, It's like if D-Day was happening in the modern day and all these people with like TikTok and Snapchat were like, okay, they're just, they just, they're just not acknowledging what's going on. Their lives are too busy to acknowledge this war that's happening right. Uh, I mean, they're literal beaches, I guess. Yeah. Um, it's just, it feels empty. Hmm. Like think places like the Dreaming City are abandoned and destroyed because of Riven and the Taken and the Curse. Um, places like um, oh god, I can't really think of anything. Even pl- <laughs> the Tower is actually really populated. Well, I think mm-hmm. now, especially it, it right feels now, yeah. a lot better and it shows our allegiances with other people. That sort of thing. Like where are the random citizens that are just. Oh, the um, I don't know. You want to be a vigilante, and you're yeah. not a cloud strider. You weren't fit for it, or they didn't want you. Or once again, there ha- are there not slums? It's cyber. It looks cyberpunk. There's there's literal yeah. Especially if you've seen Edge Runners, I feel like yeah. Edge Runners goes like, here are the slums, and it is very maybe um, it is an egalitarian society, and <laughs> I'm just going off on tangents for no reason. Well, no, even then, like even if you don't want to include the um the civilians, right? The whole point of, I feel like, the last couple of seasons and um, campaigns is, like, we've been building up this army and collaborating with Keitel and collaborating with some of the... Um, I don't know why I'm blanking. Not... I don't know. The different races Awoken. and species. And, like, Awoken. Yeah, the queen's, yeah. the queen stuff. Yeah, the queen stuff. Of, like, we've been collaborating with them. At least include some of, like, those people in, like, showing that they're also fighting this war and that it's not just, I don't know, empty. Yeah. Like if a public event spawns, make it so like a like a cabal ship drops mm-hmm. like a few allies or something. Didn't like make it feel that? more alive. They did that in season of the plunder. Where like every time you would go on like a little thing, you could summon in some of Spider's crewmates. I feel like this would be possible in patrol. I wouldn't see why not. I yeah. I mean Destiny does have spaghetti code, but um uh, yeah. I don't know. No, I'm. You're it, selling me on this. I was a little bit more like, oh, it feels more open than other areas, but still not to the level that I feel. I like. think it's a beautiful place, and yeah. there's so much potential. It's just there's. It feels empty. That's mm-hmm. all. Interesting. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Do we want to get into raid stuff then, real quick, or should we go into like some of the other changes Lifefall made? I'm following your lead. All right. Um. You know, let's go go into some of the other changes real quick, specifically in terms of loadouts, mods. I think LFG is coming soon. Um. I can't think of other. I mean, the Guardian ranks, which is whole thing with commendations. That they I've just seen. uploaded a hotfix to increase the commendation requirements for each Guardian rank. Wait, wait, increase the. You need. Yeah, no, it went from like eight hundred to like twenty four hundred. For like tier six. Well, then I'm not. Or tier seven or whatever the hell. Yeah, no, they buffed the number because people were just being like, oh, I'm going to join this activity. Mm -hmm. It was like the the hockey emblem trials thing. Um, The win trading. It's just people cheesing the system, which, Mm -hmm. okay, fair. Um, But also, how did you not see this, Bungie? And also, it does does take a while. Mm -hmm. Um, And I immediately into the game got level six. Yeah. So I can't imagine. Like, there are people in the, the CG server that are new. Mm-hmm. Bought Lightfall just to experience it, and they're—I mean—they're stuck. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I can't. 
It, you, it seems like they're stuck only by the commendations thing. So the fact that they even increased it is inc- is crazy to me because that's not and it, that's not even really an important aspect to learning Destiny, which is the whole thing that Guardian Ranks is supposed to do. So I don't know. That's crazy to me. Yeah, no, it it doesn't. I it doesn't feel important. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I guess it might be for the loadout slots, or I, there might be something I'm missing, to be honest. I don't know Maybe. what perks it gives you at the higher levels, but... I guess not many people mm. do know. No, I don't think many out. people do know. Yeah. Um, then the other stuff, uh, the mod changes a little bit, which I was a little sad about, not going to lie, but I think it just was because you now have to rebuild some... Uh, some. Why am I blinking? It's been a long week. You just have to rebuild some of your builds. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, no, I get you. Um, <laughs> it feels weird saying stuff like that always. Yeah. I swear to God. Um, oh, God. I feel we're going to talk about power creep now. Um, yeah, we, that's pretty much leading into okay. it. Okay. So uh, this, is, this is my take. I feel a little too strong now still, even with the hmm. difficulty changes in the game. Really? Um, oh, my God. Well, the fact that there's no elemental affinities now. Um, well, just ignore me. Just ignore the fact that I miss. Um, I forget what that one mod that gives you 20 strength and the other one that gives you 20 mobility. Oh, I love that. Yeah, <laughs> Those yeah. were fun um, and free, to be honest. Mm. But I don't know. Um, you don't really need to think about your builds anymore. There's not as much min maxing, especially with oh yeah. my god, the artifact unlocks being able to take these three cost mods and drop them to one only for some of them too which is weird i don't think there's one for every single yeah no there's for strand void and and stasis is broken (laughs) because there's no way to generate armor charge uh with stasis shards anymore there's there's no like system they don't act as they don't act as elemental wells um i don't know if they've tackled this issue but it feels like they completely forgot about stasis yeah. Um, and as a Stasis Warlock enjoyer and GMs, uh, I, I am definitely sad. It just feels like we have too much. There's just too much going on. I feel like there's absolutely no downtime to our abilities. Um, and we've had ever-increasing power uh, in the game for the past two years. Um, it's just become an ability, an ability fest, and it's... Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, sure, exploding stuff and shooting stuff is probably fun for the the people who just hop on for like an hour or two after work or um, you're a younger kid and you might not know better, that sort of thing. Um, But for the dedicated few um, (laughs) who prescribe to the holy gospel of uh, elitist Datto, very sorry, (laughs) um, it just – it doesn't – we feel too strong. Mm. Um, and yet there are still people complaining that patrol is too hard. It is? Solo lost sectors are too difficult. The the normal strike playlist is now too hard. What are you doing? We've been hopping in, and like me and my two friends, we're not in nearly at the power level we should be. And we've been hopping in a nightfall with no problems. That's insane to me. No, it's it's literally just... If you're not using the mod system and you're not using the tools given to you, which are absolutely cracked out of their mind right now, mm-hmm. you're putting yourself at such a disadvantage um, that you will be having these issues. Um, and to be honest, uh, not only is not using the game systems a skill issue, but clearly you in and of itself have a skill <laughs> issue. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, no. But I, I guess if you're listening to this and play the game, you probably you're probably fine. So right. I just I, the game's still too easy in a lot of senses. Hmm. But I didn't even really think of it. But you're kind of like totally right, and I'm starting to realize this because I am more of like casual hop in like once. Or like like you said, like an hour after work or like I'm an hour jaded. after work. Yeah. <laughs> I'm jaded. But like I've got I'm down to like a really solid kind of system where I just constantly am getting healing from restoration and solar stuff and it just it really does feel pretty easy. The only reason you die is because you're out of position. Yeah. Or you're running in and not paying attention. That's literally it. Um, like GMs are a pushover. Even last season, even like going back to a couple seasons ago, GMs were a joke. Grandmasters <laughs> are a joke activity. Interesting. Too easy. <laughs> Never even hop. Now you're making like, all right, I should hop into them. If they're really it's just like, positioning. It's yeah. just people want to run and gun. You just need to think. Mm. And even for me, that's hard. It's just It's just positioning. Yeah, for sure. Interesting. Um, all right, let's get into raid stuff because you're the only one that you you played through contest. Yeah, I haven't gotten a chance to play through it yet, but we were talking about this a little bit before we started recording. You have some thoughts. Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna get any fans here. Um, I agree with a lot of these elitists in the fact that day one should be day one. Um, not two days, right? Yeah, they no. changed it from 48 hours, hours is... I can understand why people want rest, but this is the one day every 365 days where us, the deranged idiots who play this game nonstop, it seems, uh, get to challenge ourselves and get pushed to the limit for 24 straight hours under um, incredible time, time restrictions and a high difficulty. Um... While I agree that the raid being on a Friday is an absolutely terrible idea for getting people in, it should really be a weekend, like Saturday or Sunday. Like that's mm. that was an excellent move uh, for things like Vault of Glass. I believe that was on. Um, was that a Friday? I can't even remember. Um, but Saturday, Sunday, day ones, absolutely best. Mm -hmm. um, but forty-eight hours. Yeah, it's it's too much. I mean, we looked this up beforehand. It was like. 45,000 clears, which is, I think, higher than every, any every, Literally every day one combined. Literally right. every and day one And it's alongside combined. the fact that this was a rather easy raid from what I've heard, yeah, even no. on contest mode. Even the 24-hour, it was. it's higher than every other day one combined. Mm -hmm. um, contest mode felt um, like a joke. Um, I was getting... <laughs> Like, if you're not paying attention in patrol, I can understand you're getting clobbered, I guess, because some of the things in there are actually kind of, they're actually kind of strong. Um, the, the basic nightfall was harder and a, a more strenuous activity than contest mode. God, wow. I'm not sure what happened to team ad density, like when we got Devil's Lair. Mm -hmm. which was absolutely immaculate even on normal difficulties like just in the normal uh, night uh the normal strike playlist a lot of great ads and you if you're not paying attention you're gonna die but not like there are any consequences contest it was literally just ad clear the raid um the mechanics were dungeon level and mm -hmm. that's what like we were looking at leaks the team and i um and a lot of this was hypothetically supposedly going to be a dungeon at some point, according to some things. I might be completely wrong. Um, but 
I can understand why it is because basically all it is is just um, you have one person. It's literally just one or two people. Mm-hmm. Uh, that are actually solving the puzzles. The and everyone else is on Team Ad Clear. Um, and you're shooting an orb, going to the next orb, shooting an orb, mm-hmm. going to the next orb, shooting an orb. Um, and that's basically the entire mechanic. Um, I'm going to say the the third encounter, the planet's encounter, absolutely immaculate. I love that encounter. Um, I've heard tons of praise for it, not just from a lore perspective and a story perspective, but from like the actual encounter being really fun. Yeah, no, Planets is incredibly well designed. Um, it's just the rest of it's so, it's so simple. It's mm-hmm. kind of underwhelming. Um, that's why I'm not worried about having to Sherpa five people tomorrow. Um, it's a strike or it's a dungeon, that sort yeah. of thing. Um, the bosses had no health, even on contest. Uh, Nezarek was a pushover. Um, and he was a buggy little boy. Um, I saw, I've seen, yeah, um, seen some crazy bugs. We got absolutely screwed, um, because his, I don't know, explain it. Um, two of the people who were running, um, like the let's get the damage phase mechanic, the shooting the orbs in the order where the line trace, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> um, they were getting harassed by ads because some people just weren't doing their job, I suppose. Um, so we'd occasionally have to, uh, like, use the prevent wipe mechanic, which is uh, uh, lights refuge, dark refuge, that sort of thing. Right. Um, the way that you can tell how to survive through the white mechanic with the refuge, pick the right one, is by shooting his shoulders. The issue is sometimes... Even with, um, I mean, okay, so I was using a succession. Um, our, it was hitting for like 18K. Uh, mm-hmm. Sometimes it would work. It would one shot uh, the shoulder. Um, the first shoulder would get one shot, and then the second one would get one shot, and it would show either white or orange. Um, the only issue is, even with succession, and I found this too with Arbalest, which was hitting for nearly 48K, cool. so it's not damage gated, um, or it probably is. It's just it's inconsistent, or it doesn't matter. Um, Arbalest would even not one. It would sometimes have to two-shot, and if Weird. it two-shotted, and you shot the other shoulder, no color would pop. You couldn't Weird. read him. And that's how you are actually able to get to the damage phase alone, right? Um, like, that's, that's how you can tell how to not die yeah. when he wipes. He, he does the wipe mechanic. Um, it just doesn't work half the time. So what I'd end up having to do is I'd have to shoot one shoulder. If it doesn't get one shot, I kill the one shoulder. I wait for him to jump off his idiot pillar <laughs> to come harass us. Um, then have to shoot the other shoulder, uh, and because then it would show. That is so weird, and that's not like just double check. That's not a feature. That's no, very that is a bug. A, yeah, it okay. is genuine. How in the world is am I doing eighteen thousand damage on uh, both times? And one time I have to two shot it, and the other time I have to one shot it, and every time I have to two shot it, it doesn't show the color on the other shoulder. That is so weird. It's so broken, and not even to mention his movement and his teleporting around, which was absolutely kind of annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of bugs, uh, the second encounter with the little launchers, where the entire gimmick is you oh. cross between one side and the other to activate so orbs. Yeah. They don't work. <laughs> Physics things in this game have never worked well. Yeah. And they need to understand this. It does, it's not designed well. I mean, and also, it was once more, two people do the entire mechanic and everyone else is on ad clear and there's like no ads yeah. on contest. This is interesting. So the one, I guess the two raids that I played 
our vaults of glass, which definitely I was more of an ad clear position. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also vow of disciple. And I feel like with that, at least with the first couple encounters, every single person has to be like on top of it, you know? Yeah, yeah. And even if you're not taking the biggest role, you're still helping in some way by making call outs and figuring out the symbols that you need. I'm amazed that they almost went back a step. And I wonder if it is just because they want to make a more easy raid for new players, but that is so weird. Uh, it's just, it's, hmm, what how it's like Crota's end again, where it's a strike. Mm -hmm. uh, there's like no mechanics or you can cheese, um, you can cheese the life out of it. Mm -hmm. um, it's just, that's really just what happened to things like Vow or, or Wrath or, um, Last wish, Riven legit. Do Riven legit, please. <laughs> it's not hard, and it's more fun. <laughs> it's just, it's so one-dimensional. Mm -hmm. I mean, not to take away from, once again, Planets was great. Um, and, I mean, the environments is always Bungie. Always good at creating play spaces that are immaculate. Um, throwback to the big tree of silver wings, which is, um, I mean, from Season of Arrivals, you thought that one like grew to become really big. Um, just wait and see. Hop in the raid. It's absolutely gigantic. Hmm. Um, but also, final thing, Nezarek, God, the final god of pain is... Um, honestly, the biggest pushover of a boss I've ever seen <laughs> in this game, and strike bosses are harder because they're health-gated. Mm -hmm. Don't at me. Literally easier than a strike boss, um, so long as his shoulders work, and it's not even going to be an issue because you completely avoid the white mechanic because on normal, all the adds don't do damage, uh, <laughs> so you'll be fine. It's, it's absolutely unbelievable. Interesting. I don't know. It sounds like me and my two friends could hop into this very easily and take care of it. So. Oh, no. I'm going to do a Nazarek literally this weekend. That's oh, going nice. to be the easiest thing. I've do it Atheon. <laughs> um, I've soloed Crota back in D1. Um, yeah, no. And then <laughs> um, Flawless Vault, Flawless King's Fall, that sort of thing. So, mm -hmm. Dang. So I'm curious as we kind of lead it away from Lightfall into future Destiny 2 stuff. Lightfall overall doesn't seem like not very hot. Like I think just wrapping those thoughts up. Um, it is nowhere near as good as people expected, but for Destiny, um <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, it's still a seven. It's okay. still just it's okay. Yeah. Actually, I guess okay would probably be like a six. A six. If, um yeah. I compare mm. it to Shadow Keep, which is like a three or a two. <laughs> Um, Rise of Iron, which was like a, a six also. Mm. Um, things like Taken King and Forsaken are all like 8.59s, which right. is by far in my mind the best thing that yeah, they've ever sure. made. Um, it's serviceable. Mm -hmm. It's unoffensive. <laughs> which is not what Destiny needs right now is half the problem. No. Um, well, that's because all of the the all of the, 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 the sane people that are not me, um, <laughs> they got, for some reason, they were burned out during Season of the Seraph. Really? Um, I ended Plunder was boring. I'm gonna Plunder be honest. Was Plunder was boring. really boring, but Seraph is probably one of the best seasons we've had in a long time, and it was short. And um, it had one of the best cutscenes I think I've ever seen from Destiny. I know, it's like Season of Arrivals was like seven months long or something, six seven months. Hmm. 
if were you around back then like <laughs> this is nothing this isn't boring this is this is nonstop excitement every week um and there's always something to do so mm-hmm. and that's the thing that I like feel like you know this is coming from people who've kind of been playing you've definitely been playing like you said from the beta so you have yeah. a lot more to say about it than I do but destiny still is really fun like the game the gunplay is still really good the powers are still like feel great especially for new people coming in like it still is a fun game, and that's why we're hopping in every week, and we probably still will be hopping in for every week. It's just that expected. we expected more and yeah. really under-delivered. In comparison, yeah. No, you're not wrong. Um, the base game is always going to be absolutely amazing, um, and just because I'm nitpicking doesn't mean I don't like the game at yeah. all. I think it's a great game. Um, I think it's a lot better than other, I guess you'd call this an MMO light. So I guess World of Warcraft it, War, Warcraft is probably a very bad comparison, but also that game is crumbling apart at the seams. Um, so, I mean, Destiny's up there with things like Warframe and for, um, Final Fantasy fourteen for like games that you can just, you can get in, you can play the stuff. Mm-hmm. It just feels good. I that mean, sort of thing. literally with this whole Suicide Squad debacle, they're trying to copy Destiny. And there are so many games that are coming up and trying to copy Destiny every and year, failing. Every yeah. year, it's, oh my God, it's the Destiny Killer. Oh my God, it's Division. Oh my God, it's the Division 2. Wow. Oh my God, it's Anthem. All of you died. All of you. Um, yeah. And what was the other one? Um, there have the, been so many. I Outriders? Outriders. Something like that, yeah. Oh my god. No, Destiny's kind of indestructible at this point, to be honest. Yeah. Um, it's just it survives solely off of the fundamentals, which are always good. Um, and just because I'm complaining about power keep doesn't mean it mean it, it feels terrible to just absolutely mow down everything. Right. That's hilarious. I'm gonna be it's honest. Just, it, it just it doesn't boring it doesn't feel good after yeah. a while. That's all. Mm-hmm. Um and especially with like the harder stuff in the game. It's supposed to be hard. Yeah. That sort of thing. Interesting. So what are kind of your does the how Lightfall kind of came out, does that detract from your excitement for the final shape? And does that like leave you less excited for it, I guess? Um, I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm hoping to God they don't fumble the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh like Utah against Florida when they threw the ball for some reason on that play. We're not gonna talk about that right now. <laughs> um you're, you're in the home stretch. You can do this. Mm-hmm. You've done it before. Um, you sh- take the lessons learned now, all the people's grievances, um, and understand that this needs to be um, one of the greatest pieces of content, one of the greatest expansions that the game needs to have, and it needs to deliver. Mm-hmm. Um, and some, literally. Um, cautiously optimistic. They can absolutely do it. It's literally just a matter of, oh, my God, are we going to get <laughs> – I'm just – I don't like thinking about the the ifs. Yeah, that's a good It point. should be fine. Even even if it's hmm, – I don't want to equate it to like, oh, my God, even if it's like Lightfall. Um, Lightfall's fine, guys. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's fine. Um, just – can't necessarily repeat it again for the final shape. Yeah, no. Yeah. People would be even more infuriated. Um, I think we'll be fine. Okay. I, I think we'll be fine. Then past the final shape, we're not entirely... Like, I feel like this is some, that's something that 
Bungie's kind of been saying of like this is the fin- or the final shape will be the finale of the Light and Darkness saga. Do you think at that point we'll get a Destiny three? Will, will there be a break from Destiny? Will they just keep expanding upon Destiny two in like a different way? Like, what's your thought process there? Um, I think we're just gonna. I I don't think Destiny two is going anywhere, and honestly, um, at this point it should really just be a Destiny. Um, right. <laughs> uh, I don't think we're gonna get a third game at least okay. for a while. We're basically nearing. With the final shape, we're at that original 10-year timeline that Activision set. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it's the, it's the great unknown past the final shape. Interesting. Yeah. You excited or worried? Uh, I'm excited. I don't plan on going anywhere. I'll be around <laughs> even if it's terrible. Yeah. I mean, just like D2 launch. Oh, mm-hmm. my. Um, I'll be around. I might take a break here and there, but... I mean, if you're in this deep like me, you're not going anywhere. That <laughs> yeah. sort of thing. It's Good just <sighs> we have to wait and see. I'm sure that, I'm I'm sure it will work out. Cool. That actually makes me feel better, <laughs> if I'm being honest. The fact that you've played since, you know, D1 beta and you're still feeling pretty. I think I'm just. I've, I think I'm just crazy. That I was also. I mean, I, kind of have to. I be have here. Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> I've spent too much money. I have yeah. to be invested. For sure. Um, and then is there anything else you kind of want to bring up before we conclude this? Um, if you have not tried Lightfall, um, I mean, I would I would have said before Lightfall, get Witch Queen is literally mm-hmm. the best destiny you could ever get. My friend bought Witch Queen over Lightfall, actually. Um, if you want to hop in, the free-to-play experience is a little rough. Um, come to CG. We have a lot of new people. Um we got a lot of vets that just want to help out new people too. Um, it's a community that's growing. We want new people. Um, we're doing PVE and PVP events basically every week. So, um, I mean, I mean, unlike still like Witch Queen where it was probably the best time to jump in. I mean, it's still a great time to jump in. Yeah. It's not like it's, it's not like it's two, three years ago where things were rough and unstable. Mm-hmm. There's an actual campaign. The leveling system is completely fine. Mm-hmm. Um, it is unfortunately still a little confusing. I I hoped that Guardian ranks would help, and maybe it's just because it's it's more convoluted. Honestly, it feels like it's more convoluted. Yeah, for sure. So definitely yeah. recruit some CG people to help you out with that. Um, <laughs> I think that's about it. Other than the fact that uh, you guys should play Project Moon games, they're very good. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to see them succeed, cool. and mainly because the more they succeed, the higher the chances are they get an international online store. Oh yeah, <laughs> I just I just want merch. Yeah. I don't want to go to Korea just for it. Well, I do, but I don't have the money for this. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> that's all I've got. Cool, awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on. This was a fun chat. I've been waiting to talk about Destiny for a while now. It's just like been building up. So yeah, yeah no, fair enough. Thank you. For, for, it's been uh, it's been a pleasure. Yeah, for sure. Um, and thank you everyone for listening. Uh, once again, if you'd like to be on the podcast, uh, make sure to, make sure to email me at j.day at usoonmedia.com or uh, you could just mention me on Discord. It's awesomejacks9821. Um, I'm in the CG Discord. I'm in the GameCraft server. We've got our own, GeekWave has our own Discord that you can go check out as well. Um, and then yeah, once again, feel free to leave a review, comment, subscribe, all the usual stuff and we'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye.